Well, hello everyone and welcome. You are listening to The Parenting Collective, formerly known as The Baby Sleep Sessions. I'm your host, Donna Mawala, the founder of Bub to Sleep. I'm a certified paediatric sleep specialist working with expectant parents, newborns, infants, toddlers and children up to seven years of age here in Perth, Australia-wide and all around the world. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Well, over the last week or so, I have had our eldest Eloise graduate high school. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm that old to have an 18-year-old. But the biggest reflection I have is the worry and the what-ifs of everything through her through her schooling and that it's going to work out and she's had some really tough times with her mental health and so many things with learning and ADD so many things but really what it comes back to if we're close and connected to our children and we just let them be who they are and support and be there for them and be connected then it will work out you know she's done amazing she's going to be able to go to uni so it's with all of the worry that I had over the years my gosh, I worried so much, everything's going to be okay. So for all the mamas out there with small children that might have speech delay, ADD, things not going quite the way you feel, it's okay, it's going to work out. It is. You know, we're connected with our children, we're good parents, it will work out. So today I have the gorgeous Emma Bunting. She's the founder of Motivated Mums. She's a personal trainer, but she really, really focuses on post or pre and postnatal exercise. Very much talking about, you know, when to start, what it's all about, nurturing our bodies. Um, she's a mum of two boys, so that's probably why her passion is all about mums. Um, she, we have a fantastic conversation about uh, how important it is to start exercising slowly you know, strength training, why it's important, why it's super important to get your six-week checkup before you go and do crazy exercises because our bodies have just grown a baby. Um, so I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we did. All, everything will be in the show notes. And if you've got any questions, ask away. Good morning, Emma. How are you today? Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. I'm very good. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yes, very excited. Very, very excited. We're just talking about um, holidays, kids, had to rebook. I think I was sick last time. I can't even remember why we had to rebook, but there's always things happening, isn't there? There is. It's a public holiday today. And I was like, take the kids out, please. I just want to do a little bit of work. Everyone out. I was saying, um, as we just started, someone was screaming. One of my kids was screaming in the background. I'm like, please don't be making noises but they do so we're going to do our best so so excited to have you here um I'd love for you I sort of say to people and I should, probably should have warned you what's your elevator pitch or what's your passion so I'd love for you to explain to whoever's listening you're the, you're the founder of Motivate Mums what that is where it came from and what you can do well hi everyone um well I help new mums return to exercise safely after having a baby um, via so group training, outdoor group training where mums can bring the babies along, awesome. virtual training so I can reach more mums. I don't want ever yeah. to feel people cannot be reached. Yeah. Um, and also one-on-one if people need that little bit of extra attention. Awesome. So can you run through a little bit um, what that looks like, meaning so we're in Perth WA, right? Someone hears, oh, that sounds fantastic because it's daunting, isn't it, to go back to exercise after having a baby and no one really gives you the advice and it's actually really important to do it properly or it's hard to even get because your body's so different. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, if someone was here over in Perth, 
and they thought I need to get back into that um, and they needed your support, what would that look like? Yeah, so with the, with the virtual things, um, so what we do is everything I do, I always refer on to a women's health physio. So okay. we're pregnant. We have yeah. our six weeks checkup after we've had the baby. Um, and I think in the fitness industry, they've adopted that six week checkup as it's your green tick to go. Yeah. But really, what it is, really, I know it's actually not that. Um, yeah. it's it's super important, but it's yeah. it's the end of that medical attention with the GP. Okay. So it's they'll assess you. How's your, you know, your mental health, the important things, but no one really looks at how is your core? How is your pelvic floor? How is all that re- repaired or recovering? Yep. So from that step, I then refer everybody on to a women's health physio. So right. if they were working with me remotely, I'd get them to see a physio. Yep. I'd ref- um, I'd give some, some options there. Yeah. Um, and then we do a, like an online one-on-one session together. So I can go through pelvic floor and core cues. Yep. Right. We always want to know that they can activate that pelvic floor and they have the awareness over really how their body one. is. If, well, meaning once you if you've pushed out a baby and I've done it, well, one season, two normal, it really doesn't exist at the beginning, does it? You know, like, I mean, you try and do your pelvic floor and it's just like, oh, it's not there. So it's like, how do you do that correctly to build it back up? Is really important, isn't it? Yeah, that is that's right. And I think a lot of us don't know how to activate our pelvic floor correctly. Isn't it funny as you're talking about it? I'm doing it. Is that like a weird woman thing? <laughs> it's because it, it's like, oh, I'm aware of what I'm doing now, and it's like, yeah, funny. Um, and forget. And you know, fifty percent of women, it's been proven that don't know how to activate their pelvic floor properly and actually push down rather than drawing in and up. Yeah. So seeing that women's health physio first before yep. they start training, the women's health physio can do an internal assessment yep. and can also check with real-time ultrasound to see what your core and your pelvic floor is really doing. Important. And yep. just on that, my husband's a physio, but um, I there's not many women's health physios. Well, there there it is unique. So don't just go to a physio, like go to a actual specialised women's health. You, you yep. would suggest wouldn't you and I know quite a few here in Perth I'm quite close to them but I know it's don't just go to a normal physio that's right and I think you've got to make sure it's a pelvic health physio women's health or pelvic health physio that they can give you an internal assessment because you can't really assess what the internal muscle is doing without internal and uh, real-time ultrasound as well so that's super important, yes? Um, yeah. So good combination. So then, so they do the one-on-one, you meet, they go check out, uh, go to a pelvic specialist, uh, pelvic floor specialist, and then um, do you give a program for them to get started? Do they have contact with you through that time? Um, how does that work? So with the virtual stuff, it's live sessions. Like I'm showing up online live. It's awesome. Um, which is super cool because it's accountability. You can check in yeah. on them. That's so um, and a big part of my training is just not the exercise. It's like, how are you feeling today? How's your energy levels? It's how like did you sleep? Hundred percent sleep. But yeah. like for me, uh, for my sleep, I'm a love. I'm you know obsessed with parenting and sleep. It's my one on ones. I only do one on ones because or little you know group stuff. It's not big because of the community. Like I was talking about that community, like. How are you going? How did like how did you sleep? How are you feeling today? How's your emotions? You know because. I also find when it comes to sleep, exercise, food, we're all very hard on ourselves. So if if I find if people just purchase a program and then don't have that sort of loving support that you would give, it's very hard for them to be, very easy to be hard on themselves if they didn't exercise or don't eat well. So that one-on-one with you, virtual, 
would be amazing. Do you yeah, do so it? I love doing it. And I think that one thing for me that I think that really works is at the start of every session. So in the virtual, it is a group situation, but um, there's nine sessions a week. So sometimes it is a one-on-one, sometimes there's a couple on there, but it's given them permission to be themselves. So give me a word how you're showing up today because you got this yeah. big smile on your face, but inside you're like, I feel like shit, yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, give me a word and how's your energy levels? We'll do a rating out of 10. So that really gives me an idea how yeah. hard I can push them because they're behind a screen. You can't see them physically, yeah. you know. Um, so that's but how we do it. Having that, com- that conversation of how you, that's the biggest thing is people allowing themselves to feel real. Because again, getting back to the influence of social media and YouTube and all of that, people that are sharing their stuff aren't sharing a lot of their shit. That's what I think in regards to parents and stuff. Some people are, but a lot of it is, oh, look at this organic food that I've prepared for two hours for my toddler and the toddler eats it and the newborn sleeping all night. You know, that's not really probably that true. So it's the same with exercise and body recovery, I would say. That's right. And I think that I try to get rid of that pre-baby body situation. You know, when people say, I want to get my pre-baby body back, I say, right, let's get rid of that mindset because when you try and get a body back, your body's changed so much. So if we focus on... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot out there of get your bikini body, get your body back. So we do none of that. We don't really talk about weight in the classes. We just talk about how you feel after the sessions and we work on like strength goals rather than aesthetic goals. Love it. And Mm. the thing is, you know getting older 48 no 49 I've just turned 49 oh god anyway but I was always very very hard on myself with my body and um you know that again that's childhood stuff and whatever and trying to get back to that was really important but that's really unkind that was really unkind to myself you know like your body minimum six weeks should be just resting shouldn't it really and allowing your body to heal you know hormones and everything but that really as I've got older I don't weigh myself anymore and I was obsessed with weights every single day. Um, I just go with exercise and eating well, you know, and if you can do the both, whatever that looks like, then you feel you feel pretty good, you know. Yeah. Focused on a scale. Mm. I spent my whole life like, oh, my God, the, you know, the scales or, um, yeah, how you look. It's just drives you crazy. And then you're a new mum, you know. That's it, yeah. Like we've got to keep our babies alive. There's enough that we've got to worry about to start with, isn't there? There's that much. So I think that first six weeks, like you say, rest as much as you can. Maybe do some breathing, connect with your pelvic floor, connect with your core. But apart from that, you've got to try and look after yourself, sleep when you can. Um, Yeah, that's a big one. So would you typically um, be working with mums sort of after they've done the six-week, like wait for the six weeks? Or if they're feeling pretty good and they say, hey, I'm feeling really good and they're didn't have stitches or whatever bounce bounce back I shouldn't use those words but the body seemed to have recovered quite quickly and they've gone to a, a pelvic health specialist would you would they be able to start with you before the six weeks I would honestly always say wait for six weeks because they're just you're trying to yeah navigate life for the new human so get into a class or get into something on time just might add that extra layer of stress and I think there's a couple of things what you said then I think we can feel good but then our body inside, we don't know if we've yeah. got any rehab that we need to do or yeah. even if we've got no tearing or stitches or anything like that, our body. body's just gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think resting for at least six weeks afterwards. C-section, I wouldn't say until 
four months afterwards. Really? Yeah. Man, I I mean, this is my personal journey. I hated the cesarean and I had a lot of friends that elected that. So I'm not having a go at people that want to do that. But I had must have had an impinged nerve. So it was this extreme pain for weeks and weeks after. But um, the body's just crazy. I mean, I had that Caesar for the first, didn't have the greatest experience. Don't want to scare people because a lot of people have had Caesars and were fine. Um, then the natural birth, I was like, wow. And you know, like trying to, I think I waited for about four weeks or six weeks to do a sit-up and you can't do a sit-up <laughs> because you, I didn't even have, what's it called when the stomach, the two muscles separate a bit? There's abdominal separation. Yeah. Yeah. Separation. yeah. And some people can have it more than others and mine wasn't that big, but I remember giving myself time but trying to do a sit-up and like you literally couldn't. So it was so interesting with support to build that up that I could sit up again. So that's, if you just look at that, how your body has to repair Mm. it was a few months after and it just um yeah you just the muscles had to take time to rebuild slowly that's it yeah and I think with with your core so as you as you were saying then so you got your rectus muscles at the front your six-pack yeah. muscles and what happens there six is they pack. stretch six underneath pack. underneath yeah or they stretch and stretch and stretch till they physically can't stretch anymore and then down the middle there's your connective tissue called the linear alba Right. And then 100% of women get, you know, abdominal separation. But I think it's what we do afterwards cool. to try and repair it. That's right. So slowly. just, yeah, slowly, deep core so muscles. Important. So important to be slowly. Yeah. Having someone like yourself to support them through it. Um, So that's really good. I love that. Everyone has to wait for six weeks, everybody, if they want to, if they can. Um, So another really interesting um question was in regards to why strength training is important for mums. So, because obviously people like might like to run, might do like might want to do other things, maybe more cardio based. What's your mindset around why strength training is so important for mums? Yeah, so I think the first thing I would say is do something you enjoy. Yes. So if you bloody hate strength training, it is it is good. But if you really don't like it, then do something, find something you enjoy. But with the strength training, we need to build up the strength to live every day with the kids, lifting them in and out the car in and out the car seats, the carriers, things like that, what we need to increase our strength. So being able to strength train mm-hmm. and get stronger so then we don't get injured because we do everything so we so we can I know. You know, live through life and not get injured. And that's why we do. And stuff and, yeah. And, again, the body, again, you're the specialist in this sort of stuff, but, you know, when you have give birth or just about to give birth, even if it's you're having a Caesar, your body re- um, releases whatever the hormone is that relaxes all of your tendons and muscles. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. But, um, you know, so you've got to be careful after as that rebuilds. So just having a baby and then birthing it is such a big stress on the body, isn't it? Yeah, relaxing. Um, so when even when you're breastfeeding, that hormone is released. Yeah. Yeah, so you've right. got to be really careful and start slow because your muscles are still all lax. Yep. So you still need to build slowly through and increase the strength of the ligaments and the tendons and because yep. if we go too hard too quickly into it, we can we can it, certainly it, it damage it. ourselves. Yeah. And then what about breast milk production? If you're breastfeeding and exercise and stuff like that, um, is it is um obviously you've got to be careful in regards to being too strenuous, or that doesn't really matter if um well, obviously you're doing it really slowly anyway. But is there any correlation to too much exercise and breast milk? There's no real evidence to show that it cuts the supply down, but I think that. The important things are that we eat enough food because yeah. we are breastfeeding. Yeah. So around 500 calories extra 
a day, especially if we are training. So being able to drink a lot of water, mm-hmm. eating the right foods, so eating enough because a lot of new moms will grab a piece of toast and they go, grab your coffee, banana bread, whatever it may be, which sometimes that's all we've got time for. So I'm not saying like that was what I did, but by the afternoon you can feel that you're exhausted. So being able to grab the right foods if you're exercising. Really important too, yeah. Do you have um, any um, sort of people in your community that are dietitians or nutritionists for, for new mums as well or haven't really connected with anyone? Yeah, I do. I connect with um, nutritionists, dietitians, if mums want that extra support because I that's out of my scope of practice, well, so I kind of refer on. Same with yeah. sleep. Lots of people, experts in their field, in their community, they can go, hey, that's not mine that's sort of great but um not my expertise which is yeah which is fantastic because it all goes in correlation doesn't it really that's right and just having a team like yourself you know a team around you that if you need to refer out to someone else then you can that's right and so you're a certified mum safe trainer um yeah run through that like I've never actually heard of that before so um was there was there approach that you really liked or is it yeah tell me a little bit about that yeah, it's actually mum safe trainers in the WA in Perth as well. So so we all run our own businesses and it's MumSafe is a membership that we can join, which which gives us extra education to train women and mums. So we're all part of this community and it's all around Australia um, and Singapore and Taiwan. Uh, we've all done a course called the Safe Return to Exercise course. Um, and that's a three-day course where we, we learn to help mums return to exercise. Awesome. So once we join this this mum safe team, um, we we upskill on education. So every week we do a business masterclass, a educational masterclass on different things, different yeah. um, different experts come in and we learn something new. So we're constantly upskilling to look after mums better. Just always learning. So where and why did you get into this? Because usually the people that I speak to and mostly mums in business has come from a passion or drive. So tell me where your passion came from from around this. Yeah, I mean, I'd wanted to be a personal trainer a long, long, long long time before I actually got the courage to do it. Um, Yeah, yeah. What's that, sorry? You always enjoy fitness? Yeah, I always loved fitness. I always loved it, but... I was in full-time employment, getting paid pretty well before I moved to Australia 13 years ago. Um, After I'd moved, same again, got a job in an office, paid well. And I think just making that step into running your own business, as you'll know, is quite scary. And staying in it's quite scary too, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not easy. (laughs) It's not for the uh, the faint-hearted, that's for sure. And after I'd had my first child, I returned to exercise in a group class. And there was just, it was a mums and bubs class, but there's just that lack of support of things like understanding your birth story. So in my pre-exercise questionnaire that I have now, it's everything. Tell me about your pregnancy. Tell me about your birth. How are you recovering? Tell me about your mental health, like everything. But when I returned myself, it was, have you had your six-week checkup? Yes. Okay. Let's go up the hill for a run. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it was just, it was just a bit intense, you know? Even though I didn't have any real issues postnatally, it was just my boobs are sore because I'm breastfeeding or I've had a shit night's sleep or, you know, these different things. I'm weeing my pants because I can't run. Yeah. And no one even asked me any of that. And I think there was just no environment to speak up about that kind of thing. So there was a gap, basically. There was a gap, yeah. There's your purpose in in life, basically, which is fantastic. Um, 
And yes, you got your mum of two boys who were saying five and seven, which I find is a really cute age. Yeah. Um, cute but hard. <laughs> yeah, busy but hard. Do you know why I can say that on reflection? Because I have teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's harder. Yeah. But you've got boys. Boys tend to be um, rough and tumble and a bit easier, they reckon. So. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so yeah, so um, you're you're the founder of Motivate Mums, and uh, obviously we'll get everybody's uh, every, links and uh, everything in the bio um, for people to reach out, and obviously you'd be very happy for them to DM and ask you questions if needed. I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, how they could work with you if they're again in another state. Um, obviously, where are you based again? Queensland. In the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So obviously if people close to you, where are you located in the Sunshine Coast if people hear this and they're near you? In Budrum. So I run sessions in Budrum and Maruchidor. Budrum and Maruchidor. So if you're in if anyone hears this and they want to see and meet you in real life, that's where they can go. So um obviously um when you do your classes, they have to they can have their bubs, virtually or real. They can bring their bubs. Absolutely. Yeah. I would think that they would yeah. have to be That's what we're about. Just yeah. Sometimes we have more than 12 kids in a session. I, so my oh. max is 12. Um, yes. But then I've had mums with me from when their babies were six weeks old and then our toddlers are running around the park and we've got safe locations if it's face-to-face where the kids can play. I take play mats, toys, things that they can so, be, yeah. yeah. So important. And then obviously building that nice little community of, of people. So what else? So you've got your one-on-ones, you've got your virtual, and you've got obviously when people come to you. Um, and do you have a face, obviously Facebook community or anything like that? Or yeah, I've got a Facebook community which is Motivate Moms, um, and there's a Sunny Coast one as well. Which oh, yeah, so there's a couple of different groups. Yep, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank Amazing. you so much for joining today. Um, and uh, obviously everyone can figure out how to find you and work with you, which is amazing. And, um, yeah, I'll put all the links in bio. So thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Speak to you soon. Bye. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave me a rating and review on our podcast. I love reading all of your messages, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I am at bub2sleep, B-U-B, number two, sleep. I also offer a free 15-minute phone chat. If you'd like to book one, head over to my website, www.bub2sleep.com.au and request one there. So try to remember to be kind to yourself and always know you're doing the best you can every day, no matter what your day's looking like. Until next time, much love.